Welcome back to Heard on Main Street, your weekly dose of Capitol Hill Buzz. Today I'm joined by Congressman Fred Upton, representing Michigan's 6th Congressional District. Thanks for joining us, Fred. Your bill, PFAS Action Act, just passed the House. This bill is a critical first step in addressing and protecting our environment, as I am thrilled to have you to here to break it down for us. So first and foremost, what is PFAS? Well, PFAS is a really bad chemical. Uh, this is an acronym, um, but these are, you know, long-term chemicals. And sadly, as we have seen in Michigan and around a, a number of states around the country, when they get into the groundwater, and then that's where they really impact human activity because it has a truly adverse effect on folks' immune system, causes liver damage, cancer. I mean, the worst of all worlds, and it's only just a small trace of this. In fact, the standard that most of the country is looking at, and we don't really know if this is the acceptable standard or not, it's 70 parts per trillion. So it's just a little bit of this will cause huge damage in, in, uh, in the livelihood of people and animals and uh, everything else. So it's, and you know, coming from Michigan, I think everyone knows the experiences that we had with the lead issue in Flint, Michigan, uh, were particularly susceptible to anything dealing with water. Uh, our former governor now, because he uh, was unable to run again, Rick Schneider, uh, he actually had all of our water systems tested for PFAS, and sadly, there were a couple in our state that were way over the limit of 70 parts per trillion. We know a thing or two about it uh, coming from the, our state. So I have a question then. So PFAS, how is it entering our water supply? Well, a variety of different things. You've got some plating companies, and that was the situation that was in my congressional district a couple years ago, a, a plating company that's no longer around. Uh, but this is, I mean, PFAS, in essence, what it does, it, it it's in Teflon, it's in clothes, it's in a lot of different things, uh, but it repels water. Now, one of the issues uh, where it comes about is it's in firefighting foam. Yeah. At our military installations and Air Force Base, uh, uh, you know, reserve bases, that type of thing, as they do their training in terms of something bad happens, an attack, etc., they've been practicing with this firefighting foam for lots of different years. And if it's not collected, and let's face it, it's not, that foam with the PFAS then contaminates the groundwater uh, and impacts people um, not only on the base but you know, if it gets into a flow of a river or whatever, it, it poses real problems. You can just imagine the scenario of how this thing can impact human lives across the country. Absolutely. So how does the PFAS Action Act work to combat this problem? Well, a couple different things. Uh, first of all, this was bipartisan legislation that we passed in the House. We had plenty of hearings on it over the last couple of years as well. Uh, but it does a number of things. First of all, we want to know what is the safe level. You know, we're operating on 70 parts per trillion, but should it be 30? Should it be 100? What is the, what is the, the proper standard? So we require the EPA to tell us, you know, use science, tell us what, that's, what that standard should be. Uh, but this bill also provided grants to cities. Uh, you've got cities large and small. What can we do as a federal government to try and help communities that would have to deal with this issue. Now, we did a small piece of this, actually, on the defense uh, 
authorization bill that President Trump signed into law last month, not because we had a provision that, was, again, was bipartisan, uh, and it went through the conference, uh, the conference committee, but it requires that military installations, when the state has a standard, Michigan is one of those, but if a state has a standard and if it's a military installation uh, caused by the firefighting foam, the Department of Defense is now required to help clean up those sites. So this bill that we passed this week, it's an important step forward. Uh, again, it was bipartisan, and I think we'll do a lot, of, particularly if we can get it enacted, to help uh, the, the nation deal with this issue. So Fred, I tell you, as a suburban woman, mother, I really thank you for caring enough about cleaning up our water to pass this legislation. So Michigan's lucky to have you. Well, there was more than just me. We had a, we had a good good combination of Republicans and Democrats. Uh, uh, but but we also have to raise this issue. You know, a couple years ago, again, our governor raised this at the National Governors Council. Most people still. They don't know what PFAS is. They don't know the negative impacts of, of what it can do to a state or a drinking water supply. This bill is going to help with the awareness of that, uh, but also really help industry and communities not only find a, a, a different source, uh, a different chemical to deal with, uh, but really enlighten, I think, the country in terms of the hazards and, and the safeguards that we need to put into place. Well, thank you, Fred, today for sharing this with us, and uh, we we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Bye-bye.